I finally get my brand new mic all to myself, which means y'all can finally hear how amazing it is. I mean, yeah. Hey, oh, it sounds clear. Yeah. So tonight, so tonight it's the good old Joel and Phil adventure, but temporarily with Ellie. <laughs> I was, I'm so glad you remembered the bit. And they're all three of oh their names. Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, I've been um, so excited for this episode. We got so much fun shit to talk about. Oh, a lot of King Oger, like, holy fuck. I won't be there for that, but we're announcing the new freak here where the main character is literally a dog. Spoilers! But before we do that, cue the roll call! Showrunning Super Savant! Level up! Bluecaster Superichi! Loud and online! Greycaster Robolane! A spark of courage, the power of dreams! Orangecaster Global Soft Perka! Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome, one and all, to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, oh, episode 468. It's, it's episode Togekiss. Oh my gosh, it's episode Togekiss! Jerry, you the did American it too quickly! <laughs> I'm, a I'm, I'm a big fan. Togekiss is great. I, I did raise a competitive Togekiss back in the gen it came out. So yeah, I, I played around I think, with it. I think we should have gotten a Mega Toga kiss. That would have been. I, awesome. I'm shocked we didn't. It should Did have been like not? a fighter jet or something. No, definitely not. Hold on, I'm checking. Well, did you named your Toga kiss Colgate? I love that. Well, yeah, it does look like Colgate toothpaste. You don't want to know what mine was named, oh, wow, but you probably do after I said that. Yeah, I do. Which, it's it was named En. Oh, go ahead, Emily. It was named Energies. Energies. <laughs> That's great. Energy. I have no idea. I have no idea why I named it that. My other one was named Regalio, which came from a autocorrect where my phone autocorrected Toga Peter Regalio, I believe. The hmm. fuck? Yeah. Uh, um. So yeah, Toga Kiss is also, absolutely uh, toothpaste. Correct. Also, also, I just found out recently because uh, usually before we record, like I talk with the, the the cast fans for a little bit before we start. But you too can be part of if you join our Discord server. And I found out a bunch of them are autistic, like me. So that was that that made my entire week. So thank Aww. you. I think you so mean remember, autistic. That yeah, that's right. So remember, if, to all our autistic listeners out there, you're you're amazing. It's it's a gift and a curse we have, but just keep being you and embrace the things you love. So yeah, let us know yeah. in the comments if you are one of us as well. Also, I'm super addicted to Kemi cards now. Help me! Fuck you, legend. <laughs> I love you so much. But now I've been buying cards because they're they're so addictive. Fun. Here, All right, you I'll, post a, I'll post a picture quickly. Keep well, talking. if you happen to be tuning into us for the first time, thank you for checking us out. We are a tube of toothpaste who get together every week to talk about. <laughs> Tom we are Ryder. several teeth that get brushed every day. Several <laughs> tubes of toothpaste that get together every week Ooh, to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing. 
Now that we are caught what up. What flavor toothpaste are we? <laughs> what you flavor post are you? Your, your, <laughs> yeah, post your guess in the look, post. Post your your ideas in the in the chat. <laughs> look at this pile of cards I have. <laughs> I have I nine blanks. <laughs> I have nine blank cards. Jesus now. Christ. How many fucking yeah. boxes did you buy? Two. Only two? Yeah, and I'll probably buy one. Only two. I know you will. I know you will. At least I, I have mine in a binder. I, I well I have all my rider cards in the binder. Get another binder. No. <laughs> I have a rider binder and a chemi binder. Garcelle, no! Even though Emily, that sounds good. <laughs> Emily is bubblegum flavor. Ichi is the blue mint flavor. Lane nice. is the weird rainbow color that's still mint. And Gar is salt because salt. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I I use extra sensitive toothpaste because I have sensitive teeth. So what? the funny thing is that I actually greatly dislike bubblegum flavored anything. <laughs> oh, I, but... I had bubblegum flavored G Fuel for a bit. That was a oh. delicious. Oh. God, no, why would you do that? Is it so good? <laughs> Let us know what flavor toothpaste you are in the comments or in the Discord yeah, exactly. chat. Flavor. <laughs> okay, sorry about that random uh, tangent seven, there. Sevens, sevens would be seven different flavors all in the <laughs> Rainbow way. flavor. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sevens would be the rainbow flavor. Yeah. Exactly. All right. uh, yeah, so our topics for this week are Kamen Rider Gotchard episode 17. King Oger episode 43, and oh. in, an, in an amazing coincidence for a reason I'll get into when we get to the movie, the King Oger mm -hmm. Adventure Heaven movie. Man, I, can't, cool. I, I was really excited to do this, and it's just, no. I know oh. you're tired, it's okay. Hopefully you'll at least listen to the episode. No, I'll definitely listen to the episode. All right, very cool. But All before right. we get to that, as usual, we have some news to talk about. Break your news mode. Emily, take the helm and tell us what we're looking at. Okay, this is the new series of Precure for 2024, and it is called Wonderful Precure, as we previously said. That sounds pretentious, I'm sorry. Um, but now we have actual plot information, and uh, our guesses were in fact correct. It is the story of two duos of pet and owner who become Precure together. I... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, two of the pe two pets and then their owners are a team of Precures. Yes. That's so, incredible. So the I dog, love that. So the dog and the cat have no human civilian form. They go from animal to human cure. Actually, it's unfortunately no. Kamugi does have a human form. Oh, um, I hope that she's a dog most of the time, though, because I, I think that would make a most the most sense. But she does have a human form. Um, I need no news on if the cat has a human form yet. I just want to say real quick with regards to this poster and the like, the quality of the image and the aesthetic of the way everything is drawn is like so fucking crisp and clear and. It just leapt right out at me as I opened this tab. Like, I, I just yeah, love the, the quality designs, of this image. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the, the designs for this one are yeah. For the, people are posting the images before I can. I saved them all to do that. But um, is that her hair? It's so long. Holy shit! Yeah, that's it, her hair. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's wow. Lusamine's hair from Pokemon Fucking Sun and Moon. <laughs> it kind of yeah, does. No, for real. Yeah. Um. So, uh, basically, we have the plot summary, we have some of the character descriptions, 
Um, we have all that stuff now. Um, that one's my favorite. The the white and blue one. That's the cat. Oh, yeah, that is Kieran Yami. We currently have no actual information on her aside from her appearance. I love the crown on her cure form as well. Yep. Um. So. Uh, Anything else to share? Yeah, there's a absolute crap ton of stuff actually. Um. Okay. Um. I'm just looking for the plot summary. Because I lost it because I got confused because everything was going on. I apologize. All good. Um, okay. So the summary for this season is Animal Town is a town where animals and people live together. That seems like every town for the most part. <laughs> um, Iroha loves animals and is good friends with her dog, Komugi. One day, a mysterious monster, Garu Garu, wreaks havoc in the town. In order to protect Iroha, Komugi became a human and transformed into a precure. Amazing. <laughs> and then we have the different uh, characters' uh, descriptions. Komugi Inukai, or Cure Wonderful, who actually has the last name of her owner, which I think is freaking adorable. <laughs> there she is. Uh, the civilian the form is already posted. <laughs> yeah, she's a papillon. Um, she's very happy to get a human form and talk to her beloved Iroha. Komugi has excellent athletic ability. She loves going for walks, is very curious, and is a glutton. So she's a dog. She's curious. Uh, she is uh, absolutely adorable. And here is man, cure, cure friendy, kind of a weird name, but <laughs> here she is. Um, the owner, and here is her civilian form and her cure form. I like it when the cure forms look quite different. I like that um, the different arts year, are them in the same pose. Yeah, I think yeah. that's cool, too. I love her little detective hat and the little cape over her shoulders. I don't know if that's going to factor into anything, but I like it, and that, I love her hair. That sure does look like a Sherlock motif. Yeah. A second-year middle school student who loves animals, Iroha takes Komugi for morning walks daily. She has many friends who loves, she loves to help out, and animals adore her. She's very honest and sporty, and she becomes cure-friendy. Not friendly, but friendy. And turns Fringy. out the catchphrase of both of both Komugi and Yuroha is wonderful, but it's written in katakana for one of them and hiragana for the other. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Kirnyami and Kirillian. They're, they're different different languages of writing that Japan uses. No. Yeah, Kirnyami and Kirillian are the other two. We currently have no idea what information there is on them, but um, here are their civilian forms. That that's a precure. She looks so elegant. Like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's a cure Lillian civilian form. Cure Lillian is a yeah, officially a and her name is not Lillian. Um, let I me see. Like that uh, her name civilian is civilian form better. Yeah, her name is Mai, Mayu Neko Yashiki, and her pet cat is Yuki. I I heard Neko in that name. Yeah, their last names literally contain Inu and Neko. Mm. And then there is a... I know, they, they do that in Toku as well. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. But Liter I mean, we, literally we, all of the King Ojo's real names are like the scientific names of their insects. No, but it's great, I love it. Um, we also have uh, these, two, these two characters. We have an adorable bunny. And we have this guy. This bunny looks, looks like he's so done with everything. Why are not a precure? This bunny Satoru is done. 
Satoru Toyama and his brave pet rabbit, Daifuku. After learning that Komogi and Iroha are pre-cure, Satoru uses his extensive knowledge about animals to support them, so he is the male ally of the season. He'll be a pre-cure. I don't, I don't think he will be. I Honestly, I, I feel bad saying this, and I, because I really don't want it to be true, but I feel like Hero Wing is a one-off. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, no I really want there to be more male pre-cure. No more he-cures? He cures. That just makes me think of like He Man pre cure. Uh, I have the pre cure. <laughs> Here's a really cute, um, a really cute picture. Um, that is like the eye catch picture. I'm guessing the, the bunny just looks so done with everything. I know, and I love it. <laughs> I love Kaguya. Um, Lane and Gara's owner and pet. <laughs> oh my God! Why? Yeah. Why was my first thought Gar would be a hamster? <laughs> Um, this is kind of interesting. Uh, I I don't know because I don't think anyone here is actually watching um, Pure Gar Sky, but um, interesting thing crossing over from that. The mirror pad is going to be in this season too. Neat. Oh, complete yeah. the same toy, complete with a extra thing that plugs into it in order to give it the new updated software for this season. So uh, maybe the like almost three hundred dollar toy. Um, they decided to keep going with it. I think that's a DLC. good idea. Well, yeah, it seems like yep. now they're they're starting to do the same thing that Ryder does with their toys, where they just reuse shit. <laughs> I mean, remember, and, um, remember when they put out that one version of the sword driver <laughs> that had an SD card slot and you would update the sounds on it? Kind no, of the no, same no, thing. No, 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 Decker, Precure is so, so pure and <laughs> lovely. No, 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 no. You need to say that. You need to switch that to like, frick you, frick life or something. Honestly, I think with, I think with, the, I, I think with the censored swear words would be even funnier. Oh, yeah, censor it. Put a censor over them. Yeah. Frick yeah. you, frick but, you. Life. Yeah, but um, the mirror pad is three hundred bucks if you're importing it. I have no Sounds idea how much it is if you're <laughs> like an know. actual Japanese child. But um, we once again have pretty holic stuff. Um, cool that that's continuing. Those? Makeup <laughs> every season from no, it's it's a powder puff. Oh, every okay. season from uh from Tropical Rouge onward has had pretty holic makeup tie-ins. So they're continuing those, that still. I saw the small thumbnails of those four like can shaped things, and for less than half a second my brain went precure Pringles. <laughs> Pringure, I'd love it. Pringles. Pringles. I mean Pringles are pretty popular in Japan, so <laughs> And we have a little bit of news on these creatures, but we don't exactly know what they are. These are the actual fairies for the season. I love the censored one. They are shaker cups. I was going to mention in that poster, there's a across the top is a bunch of different animal fairies. Yeah, yeah. These guys are called the Kirarine and yeah, the Kirarine animals, and there are a lot of them. Um, one, five, I, I'm just going to go to the poster because I forget how many there are, but I know that there's a blue hamster with a lightning bolt as its symbol. The animals are the gimmicks. Collect them all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they do, and I know that says those are houses, but those totally look like Starbucks cups. Please don't drink <laughs> the animals. Oh my god, I forgot that was a thing. Recipes. That's right. <laughs> and there was the, 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 the I like the recipe. The you cooking. Mean, you mean the okay. fighting foodons? 
Okay, so it's a swan, a fox. Sad on Castrine. Yeah, I know. It's a swan, a fox. They each have their own symbol. It's a swan with a star, a fox with a moon, a hamster with a light. Oh, I should say the colors too. It's a white swan with a with a little starburst, a yellow fox with a moon, a purple hamster with a lightning bolt. I said blue. I was wrong. Your, your um, wings are a, heavy. Uh, yes. Um. A uh, orange lion with a sun. A pink white-ish rabbit with a heart who appears to be the main one. Um, a uh, blue panda with a clover. Oh. A green dragon with also a dragon on it. That's giving shrink ray with a picture of a shrink ray energy. <laughs> hmm. um, a red bear or mouse, I think it's a bear, um, with a flower. And a green penguin with a, with a teardrop. And I'm... they live in, oh wait, there's the pact too. There's the like transformation device, but I, aside from, it's on the poster. These animals uh, are giving me Care Bear energy. They, they do seem like Care Bears. And the weapon was also revealed. It is the friend, the friendy tact. I know, I know. Like, and what? here it is. <laughs> no, no, the tact is actually called the friendly tact. So it actually is friendly and not friendy. A little weird. It looks like a lamppost. What is it? It's just a staff? It's a wand. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a staff. Here's There's the interactive plush of, Yuki, plush of Yuki, the cat. Oh. I don't know what they come with exactly. Okay, I got that wrong. The blue one isn't... There's a blue one with a musical note, which is a fawn, and is that not on the poster? I don't think so. I don't know, but... Uh, I, well, I was looking I at the poster as you named them all. Yeah, no, there's this guy. Cute. Yeah, he's pretty cool. And that no, the pink no, one is I'm the pink one is a bear. I'm not gonna buy Kage, don't worry. <laughs> I'm more of a dog person. But no, we've got all these little uh all these uh little here's the pact. It's called the Wonderful Pact. And then it's the Kira Nico trunk and the Kira Nico trunk case. Um Aww. here they are. So and the Komugi plushie. The Komugi plushie is cool because it the gimmick of it is that it changes from talk speaking English to barking. Oh. The pack straight up looks like a Sailor Moon brooch. Yeah, it's I don't know why Precure keeps doing compact. I do like the design of it. I really like the outside design, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to finding out more about how these curing animals work. So yeah, you're right. The fawn is missing from the poster. Yeah, it's funny because I supposed I've, to know I, about the fawn yet. I've been rewatching Sailor Moon S over the last week or so too. So, um, sevens. That's a, a very good uh, question. I have no idea. I feel like it'll be kind of like Fua Zodiac forms, and they might be kind of not even much of a thing in the show. <laughs> Stop! Stop <laughs> doing that to Daifuku! Um, no, no, you, not much Decker, you forgot to put the emo makeup under his eyes. Crawling <laughs> in my skin! Crawling in my fur! These cures, they will not heal! <laughs> Which is weird, considering cure and heal are synonyms. Considering, yeah, I know, oh my god, I'm sorry, I got way off you. Lincoln, run! <laughs> 
Mom said it's my turn with the precure. <laughs> Are we just gonna meme on this poor rabbit the whole day? No, uh, no, I was, no, I was about to say, it'd be funny if, if this bunny spread his goth attitude to the dog and then he can call himself Lincoln Bark. Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, you, that's great. Even I hesitated on how bad that was. No, it, it, you hesitated, but I'm glad you went with it. <laughs> yeah, crawling in my crawl is always what I think when I hear that song, too. I'm not gonna lie. I, I just remember the one time that someone made the entirety of Linkin Park's first album, but just with Gundam style. It surprisingly worked fuck? very well. Yeah, it was really weird, but it worked super well. Like, every song. <laughs> Was that the guy, like the guy who did the um the high quality rips? Maybe, but anyways, it was really funny. Yeah, in the end, the puns don't even matter. Wow. I don't know. So that's what we know about Freak here so far. Um, it looks. It's starting pretty shit. soon because there are only three episodes left of Hiragaru Sky. And spoiler warning: in the last episode of Hiragaru Sky, uh, Princess Ellie has now gained um a near permanent 14 year old transformation so she's not a baby anymore it's weird because they like randomly throw in when she gets hungry she turns back into a baby oh so she's like <laughs> okay. a digimon yeah it's or she's like curing from uh from out from ala mode yeah but it's weird because i mean she is some kind of artificial life form we found out now we don't exactly know she's like a magical clone of someone from 300 years ago but not exactly a clone but um the weird thing is that she can either be there I, lo I love it i love it um that's going in the thumbnail is basically, um, I'm, yeah, I, I agree, it should. You're, missing, um, you're just missing like a beanie on him. It's like a be just, beanie. Because we're, we're um, talking about, um, it's weird because Mama and I, because we watched the show together, we were talking about, wait, so she can either be 14 or a, t a, a toddler, but she can't be any other age. So she can never be like a child or an adult. She always has to be a baby or a teenager. Mood. Yeah, Mood. same somehow. <laughs> but now that's a life. Yeah. Goal. Um. Okay. So that that happened. Um. Yeah, I know. What? Why is that like weirdly relatable? Like, it's like one second. One. Like, what? What is? What is life? What do we even do with ourselves? We get hungry and turn into babies. We were all so eager to grow up and be adults. How foolish we were. How foolish we were. Get angry now. <laughs> and um, before I go, it's just not related to anything really, but I just wanted to show show Augie Steenbeek the Griffin. Aww. If you get if you get the reason he has a camera and also his name, I I'm very happy. I don't, but I was just gonna say the tiny camera's cute. Yeah, the tiny camera I got specifically for him for the name pun. But mom got me the plushie for New Year's even after I told her I didn't need anything. <laughs> is his name Cameron? I guess that's what moms do. That's no, his name is Augie Cute Palisman. <laughs> no, his name is Augie Steenbeek, which is a parody of Augie Steenbeck, the main character from Asteroid City. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. have got that. I get that. That's funny. His, his name was Gus Griffin, and I just thought his sad eyes and his little, his little, uh, 
little face sort of looked like him. Oh. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> so I had to get him a camera too. Jason Sportsman, man, he's he's a, such a good actor. That's that's he fucking is. what's his face from uh, Scott Pilgrim. That's uh, killer. Yeah, he uh, for year literal years I only knew him as the guy who channeled Gideon Graves. Or Gideon. That's but I didn't realize that he was like a prolific actor before that in a bunch of Wes Anderson movies. I had no idea. Um, also, again, before before I go, um, that reminds me of something—a story I probably should have told on here, like a long time ago. Which is a, def- a story that you guys can laugh at me about as much as you want. That's why I'm sharing it because it's incredibly cringe. <laughs> but um, um, me, me, and my best friend Nick, like back, like in like the 2010s. Um, would talk about Scott Pilgrim a lot because I mean it was like a big deal. I still love it. Like it, not, that hasn't changed. He also still loves it. I think. Mm-hmm. But um, we still haven't seen the anime. But um, uh, basically, um, I, I, I told him I, I admit that I'm like I, I, I think Gideon Graves is like pretty handsome. Like I really like him. And then um, he turned to me and he said, "Are you a hipster sexual?" <laughs> <laughs> And I've never been able to get that out of my head ever since. And I'm just like, is he even a hipster? What is a hipster? And I, I'm pretty sure I'm not sexual in any way. So I have no idea. I don't know if I describe Gideon Graves as a hipster. No. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was more my question. And then I, and then after that, I was wait, is he a hipster? And then I was like, wait, sexual? I'd say, I'd say Matthew Patel's more of a hipster. <laughs> No, I wouldn't call him a hipster. He's a theater nerd. Gideon Graves is a CEO of his own fucking company. I wouldn't describe um, either as a hipster, honestly. A hipster romantic? I don't know. Um, hipster, hipster romantic sounds like the name of like a band or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so basically, he's called Dan. Are you freaking kidding he kind me? Kind of is. He's oh, the my, evil no, CEO of a company. You just broke me entirely. Someone slap a like, gamer driver on Part of my brain just... Part of my brain... Honestly, Common Rider G-Man could absolutely be a thing. Just with a, a, a shot of the Scott Pilgrim game? Exactly! Oh my god, no! What have I done? Yeah, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, but like, on. I'm... I, I, like, again, like, this. I'm saying this just so you guys can laugh at me and be like, you're dumb, Emily, but... We're all, we're all I, dumb, that's why we're here. At one point, I was at Fan Expo. Remember that one year where they had it all in the other building for some reason? Yeah. I don't remember what year that was, but there was a there was a guy cosplaying Gideon, and I'm pretty sure that I was like completely red in the face trying to avoid him the entire time. Fun. <laughs> the only other time that happened. Gamer driver on him. There he is. Yeah, the only other time that ha- time that happened was with the person cosplaying Doc Scratch at um out of my north that one time and it's always weird because it's like man your cosplay is so good but like i don't want to be like the most awkward person ever because i mean obviously you're not the actual character but i also don't know who you are so the only thing i can respond to is the actual character <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah oh yeah i get it it's also so funny because like, like, like you call them comrader g-man it's so funny how close g-man is to genmu I know, that's why it was so, that's why I thought, like, it worked so well. <laughs> Man, also, he was, like, my, my, 
remember TV tropes? He was like my avatar on TV tropes for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> like the pixel picture of him from the video game. Nice. I don't even know. Like I, his entire thing, like even the caption is like, what a dick. Every time he's around, I'm just like, <laughs> darn it. Oh, Damn, yes, the, the beanie. The beanie. <laughs> yes, that's it. so perfect. You're a wizard. You're a fucking wizard. You're can a you wizard, Decker. Can you zoom that out so I can see the entire model with the eyes and hat so I can put in the thumbnail? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it, I guess in conclusion, um, I don't know what a hipster is. <laughs> well, Paul, <laughs> here's a hint. Paul wants to be one. A critical, a critical hipster. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know what a hipster is. I'm pretty sure that I'm not in any way sexual. But I was accused at least once in my life of being hipster sexual. My understanding right. of hipsters is that they are counterculture, but also they try to do things before culture gets to it. Like I did yeah, it before no, it was I, cool. I, I was cool. I, I was doing this yeah. before it was cool. That kind of thing. I know that meme. I know that meme. That is literally all I know. And also flannel shirts and beards, neither of which. Neither of which is at all what Gideon looks like. They like, they like the fedoras. They like the fedoras. Yeah. Part. Oh god. Yeah. No, I don't know what you would call him. It would be like, oh god, the hair. Corpo, the if anything. Yeah. I love the Joker. Yeah, like, and that 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 tracks for me. Like, um, like a guy, like um, like uh, wow, no, this is it. getting weird. This is getting weird. But no, <laughs> who is that guy? That's Mike. That's Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Oh my God! It is Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, it's just laughing at the at the the, the yeah, No, I don't. You know, I don't. Apparently, I don't know. Don't know who Mike Tyson is. You know, star I of do, Mike Tyson's like, mysteries. Yeah. I was thinking star of Mike Tyson's Punch Out until they replaced him with Mr. Dream. That too. It is getting. Yeah. It is getting out no, of hand. No, I'm sorry. We should. Yeah, it is time for me to to abscond after the sky that. With this bit. Right, yeah, after the insane so weirdness that happened here, I don't know why I said literally any of it, but thank you guys for having me. I didn't roast Paul. Oh, no, wait, you you guys. He's talking about I was one. thinking, what did I say? He's talking yeah, about what did I say about him? <laughs> Paul, we asked you your favorite color. Was it like Earth Tones? Yeah, well, he went he went into like Earth Tones. There you go. Thank you, Decker. There you go, Ichi. That's perfect. Thank you, Decker. Okay, um, bye guys, um, watch, watch Wes, An watch Wes Anderson movies, they're really good, um, and here are some cute worms. Yeah, cute, I love cute worms. So do I. Bye everyone, take care, bye. uh, stay safe at the storm out there. Oh yeah. And, uh, hopefully I'll be back for the next episode and, like, actually back. Thank you for joining us. Yo, thanks for having me despite it all. Okay, bye, take care. Bye. Oh, I saw I saw this today when I was at the mall. Like I just walked past it and then I had to take a picture. Someone just put googly <laughs> eyes on the nail side. I, I was like, this is something I'm never gonna see again for the rest of my life, so I had to take a picture of that. Um You can only go in that washroom if your eyes are huge and bulging. Also, I've decided I've been trying to embrace my like my Star Wars loving side of me more. Oh, yeah. Someone put one on fucking Troy for my school musical. I don't get it. Uh, I don't know, it's just because I think that was from the second movie when he was like singing very passionately while running through a golf course. Okay. It was, it was weird.
Uh, but anyways, so I, I, I figured out who my favorite Star Wars character of all time is, and it's, no, it's so fucking obvious who it is. It's it's none other than the Mandalorian himself. You said that uh, as if it was like a big revelation or change, and I'm like, was that not already the case? I mean, yeah, I've always I've always loved, but now now I just like like know he's my number one favorite Star Wars character. He just like he checks all my my boxes. So, yeah, I love I love him. He's so good, and we're we're getting a movie soon. We're getting a movie with him, him and Grogu. I saw. It's be great. All right, well, let's get. Yeah, I can't. Wait. Let's move to our second to news, news story. Thirty <laughs> minutes into the episode. Uh, so we're not going to talk about Ultraman because that'll be. Oh no, it's just about Gotchard. Okay. Yeah, they we confirmed who's p- voicing Kamen Rider Gotchard Daybreak. I'm, I'm just going to call yeah, him Daybreak. I hate that so name. It's, it, yeah, so it's Daigo from Ult- the Ultraman Saga movie. So he was he was the main character of the of the Ultraman Saga movie. Uh, where he, uh, it's funny, he gets like possessed by Ultraman Zero. Zero's like, okay, you're gonna, you're gonna like help me like heal up and transform into me. And he literally goes, no, fuck you, I hate Ultraman. Because they like, he had like a bad run in with one when he was a kid. Like he almost got killed or something when the Ultraman was fighting. So he like hated Ultraman because of it. And then eventually he just learned to like Zero and then he transformed to Zero. I, so, yeah. I look at this image that Decker posted and for half a second I went, why'd you post a picture of Magi Yellow? He does look like Magi Yellow a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, so he's from the Ultraman Saga movie. He's in, the, he's from Dinah's, Dinah's world. Cool. Anyways, I just yeah. wanted to share this because it's it's just interesting to know that this is going to be a separate character. Now that we know who's voicing him, he's probably who's going to be playing him in the civilian form. If that ever happens, I don't know why it wouldn't, but, you know, always possible. You're right, Seven. You're right, Sevens. He d- does get to fuse with Cosmos. I, I am extremely jealous. <laughs> I love Cosmos. So, yeah, I don't know if... I know there's a lot of chat going around in the Tokuverse about who Daybreak is... He's definitely not from the present. He could be from He's the Otaro and Rene's kid. I'm calling it. He's Otaro and Rene's kid. That's one theory. A lot of other people calling are it. saying maybe he's the missing dad. But my thought is nah. my, my line of thought on that is a, if he was Hotaro's dad, why would he refer to him so formally by addressing him by his full name? But then that leads to if he was trying to hide his identity, of course he would do that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, still looks fucking cool though. Oh yeah, like I said last week, best suit in the show, far and above. I just, I just can't believe like the cape is the like the a form. That's a form. Like he has like he's basic gotcha with the scarf, and then he puts on the the thing, yeah. and just he gets a cape, and that's yep. the form. He gets a new form that's just a cape. I'm like that's yeah. great. That that <laughs> that to him is his version of when normal Gotchard puts it on, he'll become fire Gotchard, which we'll see in the next episode. Oh, that's yeah, that's my transform into the cape. Yeah. Uh, and Kaguya in our chat is suggesting what if, what if this is Spanner's child and I refuse to accept that because that would imply that someone willingly had sex with Spanner. Yeah, it was what's-her-face? The Kyoka. girl who Kyoka. Yeah, Kyoka? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll talk about her in a minute. Yeah, moving on. Speaking of Gotchard, they announced, unsurprisingly, Alchemy Uniform cosplay. Oh, for fuck's sake. And it's probably all super expensive as shit. Probably. Oh, they even have Spanner's jacket. <laughs> and tie. Wait. 
wait a minute are those rings yeah <laughs> i thought we weren't talking about rings anymore et those <laughs> were what i wanted to highlight they just happened to be there i know they're relevant and, and important to the show so i can give a pass on them all right so yes these are all from premium bandai we have the uh, civilian alchemist uniform. We have Spanner's jacket and tie, the rings. All right, let's scroll down and see what these are all about. Uh, Just so you get shirts, skirts, shorts, jackets, we ties. Have the, we have the Minato Sensei cloak with the Academy badge. So this is the teacher's cloak. Jet black, breastplate made of synthetic leather. Uh, royal blue lining. Cloak has an outer material made of 100% polyester, synthetic leather lining made of 100% polyester, badges alloy, plated and painted brass plating. Uh, Midas, see. no you didn't. They have Kuga Fudo's cloak. Oh, I like the lining on that one. That actually looks sick as fuck. Oh, Midas, Midas bought the freaking the, the alchemist outfit and the ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wow, those, those rings are two hundred dollars. We have the Academy T-shirt. Uh, then there's a second version of the T-shirt for the Sabi and Renge version with the red stitching. Then we have Spanner's jacket. Oh, hold on, are the prices on these? Yeah, okay. Well, let me scroll back up and get the prices for these individual items. Uh, the Minato one, oh, that one doesn't say. $40. Okay, hold on. The Fuga Kudo cloak is 44,000 yen. That's over $440. Uh, then we have the t-shirt, the Hotaro and Rene version, 3960 yen. So 40 bucks, not terrible. Then we have the Renge and Sabi version of the t-shirt, same price. Then we yeah. have Spanner's jacket. 44,000 yen also. You want to look like a douchebag? And then separately, <laughs> they're selling the tie for 39.60 yen, another 40 bucks. Yep. Uh, then we have the orange version of the Alchemist ring, which is Rene's version. Uh, two different finishes, silver 925 and brass. Uh, the silver 925 ring is 18,700 yen, and the brass ring is 12,100 yen. I literally don't see a difference. They both look exactly the same. One's shinier. Oh, oh boy. These uh, probably won't even fit our fingers, even if we wanted them to. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got skinny fingers, so. You have fi fingers like a small Japanese child. Yeah, I have wrists like a small Japanese child. <laughs> I do. It's, almost every almost every wrist changer I can wear is perfectly fine. I mean, I mean, yeah, I can wear wrist changers too. They're all pretty generous with those. Anyway. I I want Ichi can vouch for me. I once was able to wear a double driver unmodded. Yep. Is that skinny? Cell <laughs> has the heart of a small Japanese child. <laughs> Does that oh, mean no. we just have oh. to we just have to fuse ourselves together and we'll become one Japanese child? That, that's not good, Cell. You might get arrested <laughs> for that. As long as you're keeping it in your freezer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, Kamen Rider Double's Futo PI manga is supposedly entering its final stage. 
Can we get a season two, please, of the anime? Please. <laughs> I want a season two. I so want to see the it's Fang so forms. Fang metal and yeah. Fang trigger. Fang metal is going to be sick. <laughs> Uh, so the magazine's next issue, January 15th release, is where the next final, or the final chapter will be starting. I don't know if it's, like, the final one, but it's where the, the last arc of the story is starting, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's happening soon, and hopefully we'll see some more anime news. Yeah. I did see a while, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago, the, uh, so there was the stage play version of Futo P.I., and they released the theme song of the stage play. It's mm -hmm. it's not great. Well, it doesn't slap like that in the anime one. No. Well, it's I it's another it's, it's another remix of W of the of Double's main theme song, just like how Futo P.I. the anime had its own remix of like Double Goes yeah. Next. Double B X. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there was another. It's basically another remix of that same song, and it's not as good as the other two. Lame. Yeah, yeah, let me did it better. Moving on, our next story is I'm baffled. The only explanation I can come up for this is because it's the year of the dragon. They're putting that, that's out. That's why they're releasing it. That has to be it. It's so they're putting yeah. out Kamen Rider Build Trial Form Rabbit Dragon. Uh, the second time they're releasing this figure art of a form that was only on screen for a few seconds and didn't have an actual physical suit. It was all just CGI. Yeah, it was terrible CGI, but I will say this figure art is gorgeous. Oh yeah, it even says in the in this image here, Rabbit Dragon New Year Edition. So, yeah, because yeah. last year was Year of the Rabbit and this year's Year of the Dragon. Oh, so. that's hilarious. Yeah. I didn't know last no, year was... Oh, you know what? I did know it was last year was the year of the rabbit because Grand Blue Fantasy has yearly Zodiac characters and their last year one was a rabbit and the new one is a dragon. Um, I'm, I was born the year of the Snicker Snurk. I actually was a year of the dragon. Oh, there you go. So this is your year, Ichi, 2024. Yeah, maybe this will be the year I finally write my fucking novel. <laughs> the, the, the eighth one. Yeah. Eighth? <laughs> I don't bro, know. <laughs> bro, I gotta show you my folder full of everything I've written. <laughs> Christ. But, uh, but yeah, no, this, this it's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, so Pretty let's gold. see. An updated version of the figure they previously released with some minor updates. Uh, now it comes with steam effect parts and a special pedestal that commemorates the change of year. Aww. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Premium Bandai web exclusive 9350N releasing in August. You know, more than halfway no. through the new year. Wait, hang on. Those are just the same steam effect parts that come with fucking Bloodstark. Yup. When you buy his figure. You lazy bastards. So wait. So they're re-releasing a figure they already released. They're adding effect parts from a different figure they already released. And the yep. only thing that's new on it is a fucking stand with an emblem signifying the new year. So why yeah. are we waiting till August? I don't know. If the point of it is the new year edition, it should be releasing in January. What do you have to For do real? to get this figure made? You already released it. They, they have to get like build pre-orders up. <laughs> then they should have announced it months ago. Right. So stupid. 
You know what I, I rewatched recently? Fine, that February. was so funny. I would accept February, but, but not August. That's I, fucking crazy. I, I still think one of the funniest clips from Build ever was just when, uh, like, from the Build movie, when they're about to do, uh, I forgot what it was, like, the Be the One form, like the rabbit, movie form. Yeah, Rabbit and, Dragon. And just freaking, yeah, or, Rabbit uh, Dragon. Or, no, no, Cross just, of All, Cross of All. Or, yeah, no, no. And just when, uh, cross, no, Cross yeah, Build. I think it's, Cross build. Yeah, cross build. It's just freaking like Why did I Bonjo trying to get so hard there. Bonjo can't get out of the transformation, and then he just gets sucked. <laughs> he just goes. <laughs> Are you no. ready? No. <laughs> yeah, just fucking get sucked in. That's so funny. Oh yep. yeah, that happened. Yep, that was good. Good suit. Very good suit. The the asymmetry bothers me a little bit. Usually, the asymmetry when done well, I really love, but this doesn't i get why it is how it is just because of the way the suits are but like uh the chest yeah, i never i never the, the, the asymmetry of build always bothered me but that's why i love build hazard so goddamn much because they took the build suit and then made it symmetrical and i was like thank you and then they took and then they made metal build even more symmetrical and i was like thank you <laughs> so yeah the suits uh so yeah premium bandai web exclusive 9350 n august release i said that already moving on Three, three zero announces Fig Zero Power Rangers Zio five pack of one six scale figures. Okay, am I looking at figures or am I looking at actual suits? Like, I, holy shit! These are figures. <laughs> you can look. You can look at the wow. hands to see. Wow! Yeah, the suits on these figures look really good. They're fucking amazing. Uh, these are roughly 12-inch figures with plenty of articulation and accessories. As you can see, it comes with their weapons, which is awesome. Uh, six swappable hands. It's a five-pack of all five of them. It's opening for pre-order January 16th. Uh, I've always liked, like, I've always liked Red's helmet so much, but I also just really, really love Pink's helmet because it's just a giant fucking circle. <laughs> it's an oval. <laughs> like... Like, I feel like if you, you could put, like, googly eyes on the top of the helmet, and it would just look like a giant mouth going, like, oh. <laughs> It took me so long to know that the name of the shape on the Yellow Ranger's helmet is referred to as balance. Yeah. I just was like, oh, it's the two-lined Yellow Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> it's the equal sign. Rectangle, triangle, and start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so this five pack will be releasing sometime in Q2 of 2024, which puts it somewhere May through July. No price. Yeah. And on a related note, they also announced that the Gold Ranger for this set is in development, and they showed a picture of the Golden Power Staff because the pro the figure is a work in progress. No other details aside from that. Cool. Yeah. And finally, our last news story is that the brand new Garo series, uh, Air to Steel Armor, has premiered on YouTube. Uh, and it's available to watch everywhere internationally with subtitles on the official video. Hell yeah. That's awesome. And I listened to the, I watched the opening of it. The theme song is fire. Very nice. I'll have to listen to it. Yeah. I still have literally the entire franchise to catch up on. I know it's just that thing where you thought it was the one show. I didn't know it was, was like, a no, whole there's thing. Like several. That's yeah, a whole franchise. You mean it's not just a 2005 show? Nope. 
That's what I'm saying, Ichi. Like, you're bound to, as you keep watching Garo, you're going to find, like, your favorite Makai Knight suit. I can't wait to see what it's going to be. The thing I, the thing that keeps me from like actively pursuing Garo is I just n- am not a fan of how B-Shield the helmets are. Like I get it, it's just not what I prefer. You, you know, know what? I, mean? I feel like I feel like since like you and Paul don't have a show to watch anymore since Riverdale ended, maybe watch Garo every we, Thursday night we do, or something. We, we do, we do. We've been finding shows to watch. Right now, it's Magic Knight Ray Earth, aka the halfway point between Sailor Moon and Escaflone. All right, interesting. Yeah, I, I started the first episode of uh, the new anime that's coming. Uh, it's come out, Solo Leveling. It's it's neat. I've heard about it. It seems interesting. I just haven't checked it out. Yeah, it's this like shitty uh, E rank warrior who's just I guess like rises to be like a really good one or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that is the news. All right, there you go, everybody. It only took us forty eight minutes. Well, yeah, that's because Emily was talking about Precure, but. Yeah, which is not a problem. We love him. Of course. All right, let's get into Gotchard. Gotchard, go! So anyway, the movie happened between last week and this week. (laughs) Yeah, sex will won't know that for quite some time. (laughs) Yeah, we won't get to see it for a couple months. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so let's 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 talk about the the elephant in the room, the meat and potatoes, which I think is just like kind of out of nowhere, but also makes sense, but also is really badass. Fucking Minato being dread. That's just, <laughs> I don't go. I don't know what it is. Maybe this is just a feeling I'm having. Minato being dread for some reason feels correct. Yeah, no, it works so well. But now we don't know. Is he brainwashed or is he just deciding to be evil? Like, he, we don't know. He didn't exhibit any signs that I would say clearly indicate him being brainwashed. I think maybe what happened is he had his conversation with Garion in the academy and just like the something changed. Like, the, maybe he really is under orders from higher up. Maybe Garion actually is like a higher up in the academy. It's very, I, I just think it's very clear that Garion knew Minato before he became a teacher based on how he was talking to him. I've been seeing everyone tweeting like shitting on him for, for like this like gold Rubik's Cube he keeps holding. It's like I fucking love it. You. you got a gold Rubik's Cube. I fucking <laughs> laugh every time I see it because I just imagine because we've seen he has the power of turning things gold. So I ju- I'm sure I said this already, but I just imagine him fuddling with an, the actual Rubik's Cube before it was turned gold, getting frustrated, and then just going, fuck it! Look, I solved it. I swear, I swear to God, if the cube turns into, like, a belt or something. It's, it's prominent enough to get featured in the brand new opening, which I should talk about a little bit. I will say it's been growing on me, but I like I like what you did, Ichi, where you you made well. You let me let the, me, the new l- opening. Let me tell the story yeah. from start to finish. So I watched the brand new version of the Gotchard opening, which is the the remix featuring both Back On and Flow. And don't get me wrong, I love Flow, but that new version of the Gotchard opening is not good. The song per it's se. Okay. The, the visuals I'm fine yeah. with, aside from the fact that they literally spoiled Majade and Kamen Rider Valvarad for some fucking reason. 
Um, but I'm not a fan of the way the song sounds and the way they sing the second verse of the song is also not as good. So Lane messages me Sunday morning last weekend and he's like, Ichi, you should re-edit the old song onto the opening. And I'm like, okay. So I threw that together in like 15 minutes and put it up on YouTube. And my comments got fucking militant in both directions. There I think were, it's because they didn't understand what you, the whole point of you doing that was. There were there was at least one or two people who whose comments made it sound like they didn't actually understand what I did, but there was a sizable amount of people. Like my channel jumped from four hundred subs to eight hundred in the last week or two because of both this and my King Oger stock engine video. Both videos, as of yesterday or this morning, by the way got formally copyright struck by Toei, so I guess that's once again the end of me doing anything fun and creative with my little tokusatsu edit videos. Well, like, don't don't take it too, too like, seriously, Ichi, because, like, in the end, it's just Toei protecting their assets. From what they, from their point of view, they're like, huh, this guy stole our property and used it for his own personal reasons. Yeah, that's not cool. It falls <laughs> under fair use because I'm making commentary, criticism about it. I don't know. They, I, they just I probably sum- don't see that. I submitted yet. my counterclaim about the Gotchard video, and YouTube literally responded to me going, we don't understand what you're saying. We don't understand your weeb shit, so we're not going to turn off the copyright strike. Fuck off. So yeah, I my uh. pers- I tried this on Cast Ranger and we got struck. I tried it on my personal channel and I thought it was fine, but now I have two strikes on my personal channel. So if I do anything else, my personal channel gets deleted. So that's it yeah. for me. Yeah, well, you know what? Don't let it stop you from making stuff and posting it on the Discord for us to enjoy. Yeah, maybe I could just post it on Patreon. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, the new opening. I don't like the song and the visuals spoil Comrade Valverad, so... <laughs> and little Karibo noticed that they delayed the word of Hotaro saying Henshin for a fraction of a second to go with the song. That was apparently <laughs> a change made between episodes two and three that he noticed, and I absolutely did not. I don't know how you notice such a minuscule difference. Hey, man, people can notice shit. Like, I notice shit all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so Garyon uh, pulls out this homunculus from this dark portal and i'm guessing this is how we're getting our mogums going forward this is the thing that i'm apologies that i'm talking about sailor moon again but this was the thing i really loved in sailor moon where every time they would change up the villain like the general who was the one sending out the monsters of the week the method by which they would spawn their monsters of the week would change and garion does this because instead of having uh, a kemi overtake uh, a random citizen now he's just pulling homunculus or homunculi out of his dark portal of whatever the fuck, dropping them in some soup, and then spraying the fucking chemi energy on them, and that spawns the new amalgams. And I like the subtle touch. Well, it's not subtle. What am I saying? The the ones that he's spawning with this new method, their pajamas are gold. <laughs> And I'm so glad also, that the- we still have creative designs with the Malgam suits themselves. Um, anyone who saw the the Nemi Nemun Malgam saw that the 
the human pajama part of the upper suit was like in a little like leaning to the side sleeping pose with its hands. I thought that was a really nice idea. I, I, I just don't like the terrifying mouth that's on the head. You mean fucking <laughs> horror game, in, indie horror game Pac-Man? Yeah, for real. Like, oh, you know what I was also thinking? Like, I just want someone to, like, take that suit and Photoshop the Majora's Mask moon face onto it. Oh, no. <laughs> that'd be, yeah, that'd be terrifying. I love that, like, the actual arms of the suit actor, the one arm is just, like, filled with stars, and the other arm is drool coming out of the mouth of the human. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, because in that one part of the fight, he was like rubbing his his hand on Gotchard's face and it's like, ah, drool, drool, drool. It's like, no! Yeah, I drool in my sleep, so I can relate. That's exactly what they're doing. Also, it sucks too because now, like, I, I I grow my beard out for the winter, so now because I drill my sleep, I get like drill at my beards in the morning, and I'm like, ah, so yeah. bad. Yeah. Um. I, so yeah, we got we got some more shit about Spanner and Kyoka, which I enjoyed. I think I'm gonna like Kyoka as a character because Me she too. pulled that shit that so many people do on New Year's, where she was like, "Oh, I haven't eaten all year." I like I like she get she like has some food and then she goes over to spare. It's like, come on, open wide. Uh, he's like, are you fucking done, bitch? <laughs> that was punishment for losing the chess game. Yeah, no, but then and then she's like, yeah, sorry, belt's not ready yet. <laughs> you still suck. <laughs> you can't use the driver till you beat me in chess. <laughs> he's like, no. And I kind of love where it's like. What, you want me to, like, emotionally open up my heart to the chemis? And she goes, fuck no! <laughs> no, you just use the most powerful ones. I kind of love that <laughs> circumvention of normal tokusatsu fare where it's like, yeah, you have to, like, use your emotions to power yourself up. It's like, no, I, let the protagonist do I, that shit. I also, I was really hoping because, like, last week's episode, like, we had that moment where Hotaro was just like, no, he wants to attack me! I'm, because I'm the common Rider! And I was just always thinking, like, I will really hope that Spanner just, like, thinks back to that, like, just at some traumatized. point. traumatized? And then he does, like, he flashbacks to him going, I'm a common Rider! And Spanner's like, motherfucker! I'll show so him who's a common Rider! Oh, he's actually like hates that that the Hotaro is like more skilled than him. <laughs> I kind of hope they play that up. I would love Spanner to actually become jealous. Although yeah. the fact that they've already shown off Kamen Rider Valverat in the opening means we will probably see him in a single digit amount of episodes. Oh, him and him and Buffa would be like the best of friends. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's how Michinaga was. Michinaga was just like he he thought he was like such tough shit, and he just hated how Ace was just like so much better than him. <laughs> so so we get to see Daybreak again, and we see some interesting bits of how his power set works. So we see him take off the Gotcha Igniter from his driver, and like no. the cape vanishes, and then he's still this like fire version of Steam Hopper. And then, yeah. and so then the later cape's get... the form. Yeah. <laughs> the the cape is his version of Fire Gotchard's power up. And then we see him like 
turn it back on in a later part of the episode and we see the cape show up again so it's i kind of love it yeah and then also apparently his catchphrase is like i got two things to say to you yeah that that's going to get annoying i like it it's just it's kind of like how um it's it's funny too because he's voiced he's voiced by one of the hosts of Ultraman Zero, and it kind of reminds me of Ultraman Zero's catchphrase where he's always like, "You're twenty thousand years too early to beat me." Well, that's a variation mm. on something that's pretty common in like anime and Japanese literature, where like, "Oh well, you're a hundred oh, yeah, years no, too early Ult- to beat me." Well, yeah, Ultraman Zero is just like the Ultraman version of an anime protag, like a shonen anime protag. Yeah. Like him and Taiga. So. So anyway, uh, everyone shows up to meet Minato as he declares that all of the main characters are being, because they're incompetent students and Kemi's are getting out of control, he's expelling them, erasing their memories, closing the academy, and handing over the Kemi catching operations to the fucking Abyss sisters who show up wearing uniforms. Oh, they looked so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted them to have like cool, like black, like uniforms, That's like exactly Minato what does. I was thinking. But then they just have like the same blue uniforms over like their normal clothes, and I'm just like, you guys look stupid. Like, like the little girl doesn't <laughs> look like she's happy to be there. We're <laughs> just, first like, years. We. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you guys look stupid. Take those off. <laughs> I guess the black suits are reserved exclusively for the teachers, so that's why they couldn't do it. But no, if they're closing, anyways, if he's closing the academy, then who gives a fuck? And then, and then he like, so Spanner turns into Valverad, tries to fight because like Minato like busts out the the dread driver or whatever the fuck it's called. It is, and, yeah. Yeah, and he turns into dread, and I just like, like, like Ichi was saying. This this just feels so right. (laughs) I was kind of hoping we'd see a new dread form when he used it. I, I, you know what? I feel we will at some point. We they have to. We know for Uh, a fact he'll have other forms because the belt says Zeroshiki, which means like Type Zero, which means there are others. Yeah, definitely. And so he proceeds to kick Valverad's ass and then just goes, well, I'm taking your cards. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yep. He steals Madwheel, Gekiocopter, and Gut Shovel, which means he can't henshin into Valverad anymore. Yeah, so now that's going to be motivation for Kyoka to, like, work on the driver so that he can become Common Rider Valverad. Yeah, so, so this is probably the last we'll see of Valverad, except for maybe, like, a post-series special or movie. Mr. Dirty Pants. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then, uh, so Sabi hands Sasuke Maru to Spanner and they use it to ninja poof away. So it seems like this is like the turning point in the story where now the school doesn't exist anymore and our three main characters are banding together as effectively rebels. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Can't we just have like a show that doesn't involve like like them becoming outcasts or rebels like like fucking geats did this shit uh i guess well revive revice didn't do that no um saber saber sort of had to do that when fucking like the 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 siblings took over and they're like they're like no you you can't be part of our thing unless you killed toma and they're like all right no (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. Zero, Zero One did it when Guy took over he did, and then they had to make Heat in manufacturing. So, what is it with Ray One doing this shit, man? Well, we'll see where it goes. Looks like next week's Mr. episode, Minato is apparently poofed. Uh, they mentioned Daybreak's ability to time travel. Apparently, Hotaru's now going to be traveling through time. And we'll get the debut of Fire Gotchard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to, I need to show that. So, like, Ichi made me this amazing edit. So, uh, yeah, so we do find out that, like, uh, Gotchard Daybreak is from the fucking future. And so, apparently, he travels with, like, a fire version of the Time Lord Kemi card. Uh-huh. And so I, mean, I got Ichi to make me this fucking edit for me because I was just like yelling out like in my in the chat to be like it's goddamn time wizard. Edit <laughs> <laughs> of time wizard. I love it. It's so good. I even I even bothered to like edit it so the text in front of it was still visible. Yay! No, but yeah, my, like I I, uh, I I opened the the phase uh, two box and I got uh, I got I got a time lord card, so I'm really happy about <laughs> Weirdly, that. Weirdly, I got a time wizard. Yeah, I, lo I love Time Wizard. He was always one of my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Time magic. Yeah, fucking Thousand Dragons. So cool. Not that useful, though. No, of course not, <laughs> but it was cool in the show. All right, well, let's see if Gotchard manages to heat things up sufficiently and pull itself out of its meh state that the show's been in the first few episodes. But I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it's safe to say the show's gotten decently interesting. Yeah, I love the narrator had, like, the balls to go, like, I hope you enjoyed the epic prologue to, to Gotcha. And I was like, that was wow. a prologue? Jesus Christ. So, like, I love it. Now they're just like, they're like, no, guys, this is the real show. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> you thought that those first three episodes were the real show? Just kidding. So wait, if we want to like do a rewatch of Gotcha, do we just have to start from episode seventeen? No, <laughs> just onwards. No, no, no. All those, I'm Imagine. sure there are. I'm sure there's a few of those Kemi of the Week episodes that could be skipped without missing much. Yeah. Remember the wrestler episode? Me neither. I mean, that was a that was a really good one. What are you talking about? Yeah, except it ended nice. up being narratively un insignificant, and he never used Ant Wrestler again. And it was wholesome. Yeah, I know. And then he had like Venom Mariner, which was a, such a fucking good form. And then they destroyed it for another form. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're done with Gotchard. Let's get to what I'm excited for. Oh, guy, Buzo. Those wrong, fucks. I pushed the wrong button. Give me a sec. Hold on. Okay. I was mostly right. <laughs> okay. First off, I am very upset. Oh yeah. I wanted baby Rita. I, I wanted baby Rita so badly, <laughs> but no, she was too busy fucking going through Raculis's trial. And it's like, come on. He literally <laughs> proved that he's not a fucking piece of shit bad guy. And yet you're still fucking putting him on trial. Like, come on, Rita, grow a fucking conscience. <laughs> she, he had to I'm tell hard. the rest of the story. Kagaraki, I didn't know, 
Kagaragi didn't know all the stuff that he said in this episode when Kagaragi told them the secret in the last episode. There was more to the story. Yeah. No, and you know what's awesome about Rakules as well is that, like, he says all this and he's just like, no one must know about this. Like, I, I have to still be to the public eye to be like this horrible fucking piece of shit human being so that Gira can still look like the amazing, awesome king that he is. It's it's so like you. It's so amazing. Bastard. Yeah, I know. He said like, fuck, man, I picked the right person. (laughs) My favorite character from the start. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. The first thing that we have to notice is, hooray, Rackley's is back into his original uniform. Yeah, I kind of like the blue one, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so the episode opens with Rackley's on trial in Gokan and commanded to confess about everything. Um, mm-hmm. So we start learning more and more of the history of Shugadam. And apparently, Rackley's was not the only one in the royal line of Shugadam who was planning to strike back against Dagdead eventually in some capacity. It was, it was his daddy. <laughs> his, his father, King Cossus Husty, who really started to put things into play. Uh, oh yeah, no, <laughs> I love that picture. There was a small detail in the opening that was changed that I think is hum- amazing. The entire oh. show up until now, the opening has credited our main Red Ranger simply as Gira. Oh yeah, but as yeah. of this episode, with Gira having accepted his family and his brother, is now credited as Gira Hasti. That's great. That's such a beautiful touch. Yeah, which means if they ever do a fucking roll call again, he'll say his full name <laughs> in the finale. Chief, they'll do it in the finale. Uh, yeah. So I I rewatched the Rackley specials, and they mentioned that King Oger Zero was something that they had waited decades for, which means that yes, King Oger Zero's construction began prior to Rackley's rule. Okay, okay, okay. I, I just want, I just want, because like you'll be able to answer this question like the, the absolute best. So, Yanma built the Oger Calibers, correct? Yes, the Oger Caliber Zero is like the royal sword of the Shugadam family line, which was passed down from Rhaenyor, the first king, and Yanma was the one who built the main Oger Calibers by based on the Zero. So basically. They saw that the Shukadam King had this, I know, had this, like, awesome badass ranger suit, and he just went, no, 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 that's not fair. We, you know what? We're all going to have a ranger form. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If you look at the sequence of events in order and based on who was there to witness them, the fact that Yanma created these Odra Calibers with the ability to turn into rangers seems to have come out of nowhere. Because Rackley's didn't transform into Okuagata Oger until the Rackley specials, which happened between episodes two and three. And in this episode, when we see Costas turn into Okuagata Oger, no one on the human side of the war witnesses this. So where the fuck did Yanma get the idea for the Oger caliber turning them into rangers? My only ex- also- the only explanation I can come up with is that while copying the Oger Caliber Zero's data, he saw that it had this ability to turn them into Rangers and and designed it based on that. B- 
because as we've seen through this special or sorry this episode and the rackley special the holder of the Ogre caliber zero cannot turn into okuagata Ogre until they have bled onto the sword and it absorbs their dna also one more weird question if Yama did design, like, the Ultra Calibre and then, like, have a range form, why the fuck would he sh- make four more of them and share them with the other four kingdoms? Do you think he would just want to keep that for himself and be like, oh, I'm more superior and I have the better advantage because I have a ranger form, fuck you. Maybe it was <laughs> a case weird. of he was... Because he me- Yama mentioned that he was... that Enko Sopa was hired to do shug- things for Shugadam... Maybe one of the previous kings, uh, maybe either Rackley's or or Cossus hired Yanma to create the Ogre Caliber because you think why he had he had to have access to the Ogre Caliber Zero to create the regular Ogre Calibers. So how could he have done that if not by permission? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like I feel like the, making the Ultra Calibers would have had to have been very recent, like maybe like a year or so before like the start of the show happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because like Costas died. Costas died like when they were all like still children. Oh yeah, so. so that means that means that the the only thing that makes sense is that Rackley's hired Yanma to make the Ultra Calibers. No, oh, so you know what? Maybe that was part of his plan. Maybe he wanted to have the other kingdoms help in take destroying Dagdead, so he probably gave Yama the data to make the Ogre Caliber so they could have a way of defending themselves. It's very clear that his first plan was to amass power for himself, but maybe letting the Ogre Calibers be designed based on the Zero was like a plan B or something. Yeah, maybe he maybe his plan B was like, oh, I can maybe build a team with the other four rulers. But actually, then, you know, Yama, Yama, actually, like, wait, 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 other- wait, 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 oh. people in the oh. chat are pointing out something. Karas, before the wrath of the gods, 15 years ago, has an Ogre caliber. How the fuck does that happen? Hmm. Oh, no, plot hole. Don't worry about it. No, but what I was just going to say was maybe, maybe be like Rackley's like backup plan was to get the other four rulers to like help him. Maybe. But so that's why he gathered that meeting up and like, you know, three of them agreed, but then Yama was no, no, like. No, 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 no. That, that meeting was purely like he wanted the other countries to be vassal states to Shugadam so that he would have the power of all of them so that he could use uh... all of their military might against Dagdead. Yeah, no, I agree with Decker. King, like King Oger isn't perfect. All, 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 every show has like a plot hole. If this is the one plot. plot hole in an otherwise seamless and amazing and well con- continuityed story, I think we're we're still in the black. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sell, yeah in the, so sell, anyway. sell in the chat. Uh, p- pause. It's a good theory. What if the swords themselves are heirlooms and Yama was the one who added the transformation function? Oh, that may probably make sense. Yeah. I'll have to do some research on my end. But anyways, we got a lot more other shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we cut back to the Jesters, and Gro- I love Grody being jealous of Dag Dead being dead. But, uh, <laughs> this is the episode where we learn, we learn what Minangan's true purpose is. 
Um, mm -hmm. he, he mentions stuff about breaking the seal and distorting the logic of time. And that's the thinly veiled excuse for having a hijinks episode where adults turn old, others turn young, and the king ogers turn into kid ogers. And the best thing is that Kagaragi reverts back to 10 years of age, but apparently that's what he looked like when he was 10. <laughs> he was just this fucking Tofu kid. kids are just built different, I guess. Well, it's because they're from the country that makes, like, the best food, so it would make sense that, like, they probably eat very well. <laughs> so, oh my god. I was watching it, and I wasn't 100% sure if it was, like, we have lowered your age by 10 years or we have lowered you to the age of 10 years old but based on and, the way they're they're talking i think it's the latter so kagaragi is just a really fucking buff 10 year old and what's interesting is that like in their heads they're still like aware of like them being like their adult selves but then they're acting like children on the outside so yama just immediately goes to bully fucking jeremy that's so, so fucking it's funny so mean. it's so mean he's like crying he's like jeremy's like i this shouldn't be bothering me but it really is yeah it's, it seems like their adult consciousness consciousnesses are still inside their child bodies but then fucking Yanma steals Jeremy's mask and goes, Kumo coming, Sanjo. Yeah, I was like, you dick. That's so funny. I mean, Yanma deserves to get some revenge after all the stupid shit Jeremy's pulled on him. Oh, man. Oh, gotta. All right, so back to the Shugatam lore. So Cossus asks Dugdead for quote-unquote, a destructive power as a reward for his loyalty in serving Dog Dead. And this is where it's interesting. I talked about this last week, where when Rackley's asked for power, instead of asking for a destructive power, he specifically mentions the power to kill Gira. And this is mm -hmm. where we see where the wording of this request is vital, especially with something as chaotic in existence as Dog Dead. So Dagdead responds to this request for a destructive power by snapping his fingers and making Cossus's wife pregnant with Gira. Yep. And, so, and then the worst part the worst part is though is she dies immediately after giving birth to him. So this immediately answers a slew of questions all at once. So Heracles was right. A Gira is technically human. B Gira is also technically a creation of Dagdead. That wasn't a lie. It was just a truth in nope. a different context. Yeah. C. This means that technically Gira and Rackley's are half brothers. They have yeah. the same mom, but Gira's dad is Dagdead. <laughs> yeah. And D. Technically, Gira is Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Oger. Gira is a bastard child with technically not even the true royal blood of the Shugatam line in him. Oh, oh my, my fucking god. god. Hang on. So, Rackles goes on to explain that Gira was born 
almost immediately after that scene happened, which is why the mom died, because obviously her body wasn't prepared to accommodate a sudden childbirth. And they mentioned, um, and, and Rackley's mentions that they made sure that no one outside the castle knew about Gira. And that answers a long-standing question that I've had since the very beginning. If Gira was a prince of the Shogadam family, why did no one in the town know about him? Because he was born so quickly that no one outside the castle even had the chance to learn he existed. Uh, so I just want to post this picture quickly. So here, here's an official picture of Rider Jesus with Sentai Jesus. <laughs> That's the yeah. It's weird that like we we went from one Jesus to another one. <laughs> How did they get away with this twice in one year? I have no fucking clue, but they did. <laughs> oh my god. Ah. Anyways, it's 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 badass shit. I'm glad. I'm I'm so happy that that King Oger just continues to like leave us with questions, but then they answered those questions. <laughs> Yeah, just he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> he can't keep getting away with this. So as the King Ogres are about to head out to fight Minangan, Yanma just Minangan. casually just casually drops the line that he's copied the immortal killing power from the Ogre Caliber Zero into all of their uh swords. It's bullshit, but whatever. I feel like if this is this is so important to the the plot of the next few episodes, the rest of the show, arguably, that I feel like we maybe should have dwelled on that and highlighted it a little bit more than one passing line of dialogue. I agree. But then That's again, so it's just testament to how badass Yanma is. Like, yeah, no problem. I can copy the power to kill immortals from one sword to five other swords. No big deal. I did it in like five seconds. <laughs> So I love, I love, I love that, uh, like the, the, the kid ogers. <laughs> I just say, saying that out loud is funny. It's so funny how they got around the different heights by like when they were transforming, they like crouched down and then uncrouched after the transformation because the suit actors are clearly taller than the children's. Oh no. What? I thought they actually made like kid sized suits. No, 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 they, they are, they're, Whoa, hang on. they're smaller than their full-size adult actor suits, but they're not as small as the civilian children actors. The suits are oh, absolutely okay, yeah. smaller than the adult suits, but they're not okay. the same height as the kids playing them. Okay. So they had, yeah, I love when they all I love when they all transform and just like I love I love like kid Jeremy just goes like oh my shit like it's so cute. Kagaragi leading them like he's babysitting them. Yeah, he's like, okay guys, press the thing here and say no. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. That's that's why I thought he was I thought that's why I thought he didn't age that much. So it would have fucking killed me. If this was the episode where they gave us the stock engines. No, and you know what? They should have given them they should have given them like little D like the DX Odra calibers, like the little mini ones. That would have been so cute. It also would have been funny if they had like pitched up the the Henshin chime. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's really 
sad to realize that like Jeremy reverted back to his 10 year old self and he still had like the mask on and everything. I'm like, poor right. kid, poor guy. Oh, he was locked with that for so long. Yeah. Aw, poor Jeremy. So um, we get another flashback as this all happens to Gira yeah. eating rainbow jururira that he is provided oh, by yeah. Rackley's. Hey, I mean, it was obvious, but like, way to fucking call it from day that one. That is one more fucking swish in the Ichi was right basket because the Rainbow yeah. Jururira was in fact the Shugan Soul of God Kuwagata. Yep. I knew it. I knew it. I so, knew it. So not only is fucking Kira like some alien Jesus immortal hybrid thing, he also has now a Zord soul inside him. Jesus fucking Christ. This guy's busted. Half human, <laughs> half Jesus, half insect Zord. Wait, wait. So that means like you can, you can parallel him with fucking Ace because like Ace also was like you know the this fucking like born person made all these wishes to do all this shit and then also became a literal fucking god <laughs> <laughs> wow I see, what you're, I see what you're doing Toei you fuckers <laughs> so apparently this was part of Cossus's plan which was to feed Gira multiple shoe god souls and while it would have the adverse effect of fucking with his memories, which is why he didn't remember this part of the story, it would turn him, it would like overwrite not only his memories, but his humanity and turn him into basically a soulless killing machine. Also, yeah, seeing him, seeing him go like rampaging and like losing his mind, it was so sad. I was like, no, and like, and like, Miraculous is trying to like hold him back, and then he like runs away with them. And this is where we realize that Miraculous really did love Gira as his brother all along, the entire I know. time. I know it was so sweet. He's just like he's like no, he's not a thing. He's my brother, and then he like runs off with them to protect him, and I'm just like you fucking amazing fucking bastard he was willing to defy his father and potentially mm -hmm. doom their entire planet for the sake of protecting his little brother Rackley's is just the best fucking character <laughs> so good oh my so, god and this also oh explains a couple episodes ago we had that flashback where young gear and Rackley's were hugging each other and we saw gear with that soulless look on his face and now we know why yeah oh i know i know decker that moment like so especially good. just seeing like them hugging and then you just see like clara like holding like raculis's hands and i'm just like oh just seeing that both on screen at the same time i was just like this show is so good man it was kind of funny because it's like gira reaches out one hand and raculis is like yeah i can't do that i'm still in cuffs so i'm gonna hold I'm you with both hands on the cuff dudes <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah, you know what? You know what? Still, you're right. It is kind of like that moment when Tyrion and uh, Jamie were talking to each other, and they're talking about like the cousin who smashed the Beatles, and he went coo coo coo. <laughs> That's funny. So this is all well and good, but unfortunately, Cossus is fucking stupid because he was talking oh. about this plan out loud, which means, of course, the Uchu hear him and show up to do something about it. Well, also, Costas is, like, dying because he, like, coughs up blood. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I'm not sure if they explained why he was dying. But you know what? Typical, typical king thing. Because like he, he was even saying, like he was saying to Heracles, he's like, "Yeah, you're probably gonna be like king very, very soon. So I need to tell you what's been going on, but champ." <laughs> I just imagine fucking Doug did throwing Cossus off a cliff. Long I, live I, the king! So I love the attention to detail they make. So like, as she said, you can only turn into uh, Kuwagata Oger if you like shed blood onto the sword. And so there's a quick shot where you hear, you hear it, but you don't actually see it, but you hear him cough, cough out blood onto his hand or like, and then he like, he like touches the blade. You see the blood on the sword. uh, yeah, you see the blood on the sword, and so he just he's like, huh, interesting, and then he transforms into it. But I love that clearly that's just the regular like suit actor because he gets so much skinnier. Well, he's just wearing a very br- big and breezy uniform, like his his robe. Um, so we don't see him fight, but we're pretty sure he's dead. He d- he's dead. He's absolutely fucking dead. Yeah. Oh, look at the with the little kid version. So cute. <laughs> Just Kagaragi's with no one because he played his younger self. Yep. No, they should have gotten his twin brother to fucking do it. Because remember, he's got a twin brother. I want his twin brother to show up in the show in some capacity, so whether it's like a Kagebunshin so scenario or like a so secret actual relative. I would love so it if Kagaragi's brother showed up in the show. I still think it should have been Suzume was just like, like, no, no. He's like, oh, yeah, it's not my sister. It's my twin brother. His name is Suzume. <laughs> Yo, so funny. like the female Suzume was a disguise all along. <laughs> Wait, does that mean you fucked Reckless? <laughs> yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's I, like gay, so he loves Reckless. <laughs> I do what I must for my country. <laughs> I do what I must for Tofu. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so good. I would have loved that. So, yeah, the Uchu show up and basically murder Cossus. And now we find out that the reason for the wrath of God was because of Cossus's attempt at rebellion. Idiot. The reason I the reason Jimeno's parents died. The reason all this bad shit happened for the wrath of God was because Dagdead got angry at Cossus for attempting to fight back. Oh, and also we saw what's his face uh, kill kill the other retainer. Yeah, and, we, like, take we, him over. we saw the flashback where Kamejimu murdered Boshimaru. Yeah, and it was so cool. He like draws his sword and he's like, yes, it's one of the twin blades. And I'm like, oh, he was the other fucking royal guard captain. That's sick. That, like, I love he actually pulled a sword. The fact that this happens in this flashback means that Kamejimu has been in disguise as Boshmarl the entire, like, for 15 years leading up to the show. You know what? You know what? That makes sense because he has to keep an eye on Rakules. But the fact That's that he got away with it was. for 15 years... Is crazy. Yeah, that's that's really nuts. Fuck. But yeah, so the wrath of God happens, and that's when we what we saw earlier ha- in a previous episode happens, where Rackley's b- effectively becomes king, uh, quote unquote, swears his loyalty to Dagdead, and then begins his plans of amassing power, and and we find out that Rackley's did 
hide Yiru away in the orphanage in order to spare him from the fate of having to be involved in this war. Oh, what a nice brother. Um, yeah. Well, and, and it's all coming together. You were saying before that Rackley wants all of this truth off the record and he wants to go down in history as the worst king. And I understand it. It makes sense in order yeah. to maintain what what they've done up until now. It has the truth can't get out. Yeah, and he's just like he and they're all like the King Oaches are just like, all right, you're going to be our bitch and help us out whenever we need you. And he's like, all right, cool. They, they effectively say that he's going to live instead of being sentenced to death, but he will live as a tool of the Osama Sentai, which means, I guess, technically he's joined the team. Yeah, of course. I'm so happy. I want him in the opening next week. Ah, probably won't happen. Um, yeah, but in terms of the battle against Minangan, uh, everyone gets their cuts off on him and slicing him undoes the time, the, 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 the time chaos nonsense. So they all get back to their adult bodies. And as they attempt to finish Minangan off, the cuts they all put into him reveal what Minangan's true purpose has been all along, an incubator for Dog Dead to revive himself. He's like, daddy's been... <laughs> it's great so that's what Rita saw inside him in the idol episode oh no <laughs> little baby incubating dag dead replacements itty bitty little dag dead so my immediate thought is so what we have to do is kill dag dead no no what we have to do is kill Minangan while dag dead is alive that way, he doesn't have Minangan to go back to and revive from. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that's the play. Yeah, <coughs> quite possible. Yeah. Daddy's back. But yeah, so the, the brothers get reunited. And uh, next week is apparently about deciding a leader of the Osama Sentai. I don't know why that's only now becoming a thing. Well, like, like, think of it. They've been in stages where it's just like, yeah, that's going to be an interesting scene. Rackley's gets put Rackley in the Mofun cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm excited to see that because it's going to, Yama and Rackley's are going to have like a real conversation. So they'll be, they'll be nice I to wonder see. if they did actually put those artificial organs in him. They I didn't like address that. So. <laughs> no, they probably didn't. What if they did and it lets Yama control him somehow? No, no. I don't want that. <laughs> Do what I want or I turn off your kidneys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, uh, man. But no, it, and it makes it makes sense. Like, the, the, like, they just, you know, they established themselves as a team, but I don't think they ever really established a leader. Maybe the one with the super form. Just a thought. Speaking of super forms, so Yanma, since Yanma mentioned that they all have the immortal killing powers, does that mean they don't have to use Ryoga Isen anymore? Or maybe they can control it better. Maybe. Eh? I don't know. We know they're, they're all, all leaders. They're all leaders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. It's going to be a thing where it's like, it's like, oh, I should be leader because it's like blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. And also, apparently, a thing they're going to address is their 
each of them have like this piece of jewelry that is like the proof of them being king and apparently those are going to come into the plot at some point in this next episode uh huh you premium bandai <laughs> Uh, <laughs> some some about the Raculies crown. So, yep. Ugh. well, amazing episode. Super satisfying to see many many of my theories be confirmed. Yep. And yet, still plenty left to go. Oh, thank God! Still, no one spot that Mofoon yet. I fucking love this show so much. I cannot properly I articulate how much I love this show, and I will be sad when it's over. And I've I've loved I've loved you loving this show. So, all right, let's talk about the movie Adventure Heaven. You know why it's <laughs> so fucking great that we're talking about this this week. Oh, yeah. Because the actor who played Rainy Orhasti, the first king of Shigadam, is the same actor who played Cossus in episode 43. Yeah, I noticed that like immediately. I was like, oh, hey, it's the other guy. <laughs> I believe his name is Shun Nakadaim or Shun, oh, fuck, Shun Nakamura, I think his actor's name was. Someone will have to look it up and confirm. Shun Nakamura II, I believe. So yes, this so, movie takes place between episodes 23 and 24, a.k.a. the Gear yeah. Incarnation. Yeah, so this basically this whole movie is just about Gira being... coming king of Shugatam. Yeah. <laughs> so. And luckily, we watched the complete edition, which had a couple of extra scenes in it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I did notice that when I watched the title. I saw the title. I was like, ooh. Yeah, so it opens with all five thrones in the town square, and then we meet the the movie exclusive character who actually kind of figures into the plot in a more than a more more of an amount than I expected. Uh Devonica, who is apparently a orphan at the Gira at the, the orphanage Gira was raised in. Uh and she was apparently all along a servant of Rhinior Husti, the founder of Shugadam from the land of the dead. So, uh, I forgot what the name, the name of it was. Like Hakabaka. Hakabaka, that's right. Hakabaka, what the fuck? Hakabaka, these nuts! Got, <laughs> Got him. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, so apparently, I don't know if this was something the previous Kings of Shugadam had to do. Like, I wonder if Rackley's had to go through this whole ritual when he became king. But apparently, part of being crowned King of Shugadam, or at least it is for Gira, uh, is to receive this invitation to Hakabaka, the land of the dead. And apparently the other kings just get to go along for the ride for reasons. Yup. Uh, yeah, so they ride <laughs> a big giant CGI spirit fish, open a door in the horizon oh, yeah. of the, the sky and clouds, and travel into the land of CGI. It was, it was pretty though like, it was I nice and it. detailed I felt like yeah. I was at the end of a JRPG yeah it's like it's like it's like in the DLC or whatever like that like Final Fantasy 14 where it just like gets swept off into this magical land you're like whoa am I ever gonna get back to the no, no. Hakabaka is straight up Ultima Thule from Final Fantasy 14 that was literally the end of Endwalker oh there you go 
Except instead of uh, the land of the dead, it was the edge of the universe. So, like, I, I was pretty, like, okay with, like, what was going on with Gira and, like, Devonica and stuff, but I was kind of more interested in, like, the shenanigans that the rest of the King Ojas were getting into. So, like, Jeremy was there, but not there, because for some reason, every fucking Sentai summer movie, just the Sixth Ranger barely gets involved, which I, I fucking just, I hate that trope so much. So stupid. I, I think um, the excuse they came up with it was Devonica formally invited the other kings of the actual countries, but... I think this was like just after Bugnarok had been recognized as the sixth country. So I, Devonica didn't get the memo that Jeremy was an actual official king of GQ. So he didn't get the yeah. invite, but uh, he attaches a web to Yanma and sneaks his way in anyways. Yeah. So like Yanma gets like, tr he, he's like, okay, well, this was kind of cool. Anyways, I want to go back now and he can't. So he like establishes a connection back to GQ, calls what's his face. That's he's so like, hey, I need you. It's need so you to put weird. The, how, like, the, the area Yanma goes to is like a version of Enkosoba, but it's submerged underwater. That was weird, but interesting. And yeah. then, yeah, he plugs his laptop into the web that Jeremy has between worlds, connects to Shiokara, and then literally tells him to kill himself. <laughs> Yanma, who years later after the time skip sacrificed his whole fucking country to stop Shiokara from dying in this movie pre-time skip tells Shiokara to kill himself and then what happens is he like goes through the door to, 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 to the land of the dead and he's like hey I'm here and Yanma's like don't fucking close that door you idiots also <laughs> The, so so the way Shukara does it is obviously with the lie detector, but the thing he says to activate it is that Yanma is a badass street brawler motherfucker, basically. And then he gets shocked. So does that mean that he didn't actually think that Yanma was badass? No, of course not. Well, what I mean, he fuck? does worship him. But that doesn't Maybe make any Yanma's sense! Not Maybe he was telling the truth, but it's not. It's the lie that Jan was a badass kick-ass brawler. But it reads his brain. It has. It doesn't strike him unless he says something he believes is a lie. Yeah, I think he should have said something big like, "Oh, I'm the true king of Genkusopa." Yeah, something. something like that. That's, um, that's weird, so, but whatever. So then we, so then we uh, cut to Himeno and uh, like you know, obviously because she's the selfish one, she's always trying to s go after things that she wants. She goes to see her dead parents, and you know she sees them and like she's hugging them and stuff. And then she comes to the realization, like, yeah, I just wanted to say goodbye to you guys, but I, I don't want to be dead with you. I still have a lot of shit to do. Stay with us, Himeno, <laughs> forever and ever. Yeah, and it's weird, like, you see her, like, separating from them, and you just see them have these giant fucking glowing purple eyes, and I'm like, that's not ominous at all. Stay with us forever. Jesus. <laughs> um, so then we, we to cut to... I get in one use so then we we re then we cut to what I like to call something we've already seen in the show... Tagaragi? Episodes later, which means yeah, which the movie already I guess did first, and then the, the show yes, just this, decided the to movie. Copy. The movie happens before Iroki's episode in the show, 
So this was how it was they, the same thing. They, they, they vaguely hinted at the situation with Kagaragi and Iroki, but they explained almost nothing. All they said was that Iroki had hoarded food, but they never explained the true context of the situation, which is yeah. why we had that episode afterwards. Yeah, but it's basically just Kagaragi goes up to her. He's like, I'm better than you. I've been ruling this country better than you. I, I care about the people. Get fucked. And she's like, cool. Well, anyways, bye. Ha just laughs while fucking disappearing and then, like, yeah oh, okay that and like it's cool it's so brief and not visually significant that you could have watched that scene without noticing it at all but Kuroda just shows up and like makes her dissipate like Kuroda's yeah, there in like that scene like, yeah like Sabat yeah apparently they all died to like yeah go the, see them or something. part of the complete edition of this movie was a bonus scene at the end post credits where you see all of them using the lie detector to murder themselves. Sebastian declares <laughs> that Jimena is ugly. Morphonia says she likes working and Kuroda declares himself the Lord of Tofu. And that's how they kill themselves. <laughs> that's so, that's fucking, so fucking funny. Um, and then the last one with Rita is with Rita. Like she, she's like, Oh fuck. I'm in the land of the dead. I've sent so many people from Gokan like to their deaths. She's haunted by the spirits of everyone. She's sentenced to death. Well, she thinks she thinks everyone hates them. Like hates her, uh, like hates Rita, but then like Rita listens to one of them and the spirits like, I love you, Rita. Apparently they're <laughs> just all real chill about being dead. <laughs> Shocker! Well, that one, that one person was. Yeah, at least like, one Morphonia of them. was like Morphonia was like, see, not all of them hate you. <laughs> and yeah, so I it, it was cute that like Gira really apparently loves like is so like happy to see Devonica, because like she's trying to like do her whole like song sh spiel whatever like that, and he just like jumps in front of her and just like tilts his head, looks at her, and it's like, oh my god, it is you, <laughs> Devonica, and she's like, fucking shut the fuck up, I'm trying to do my fucking thing. Yeah, so apparently it was her, she was a plant by Rhineal because her family has served Shugatam's royal family for X amount of years. So apparently yeah. Devonica was planted in the orphanage to keep an eye on Gira for his eventual rise to power so that they could find out if Gira was worthy or not. And if he wasn't, which they decide he's not because of his fucking happy-go-lucky attitude that uh, instead of letting him become king, Rhineal is going to absorb, I guess the plan was to absorb Devonica's spirit medium energy, killing her and taking her place and reviving, and then ruling Shugatam again. But of course, Gira is having none of it. Yeah, he's like, you gotta come back, you cake together and stuff and like i like it flashed like like oh we we made a birthday cake for you and it was your birthday but you weren't there and you left and and then like flashbacks to like her like trying the birthday cake before she leaves and she's like too sweet yeah there's this cute little bit where like the first time you see gira wake up and it's like oh a rat got to the cake but then it turns out it was her tasting the cake while they were asleep yeah, that was cute. And and I was just like, that's this whole like shtick the whole fucking time trying to convince her. It's like, you gotta come back. We 
those? You can have cake again. <laughs> I love how Devonica at one point pulls Natsumi from Decades move with the what I about? She like jabs him and he goes down laughing. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, apparently, but, but apparently, for reasons that the movie chooses not to explore, Gira knows where Devonica is ticklish and sensitive by poking her in the head. <laughs> yup. I feel like there was maybe potential for an actual romance to happen there, but we just didn't really fully capitalize on that. No. Um, so, yeah, then, like, Gareth just uh, goes up to what's-his-face, like, Rhinol? Rhinol. Yeah, Rhinol. Yeah, Rhinol. And he's just like, he's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. And he's like, no, he, no he, you. He actually gives an interesting speech on how, like, living is suffering, but people have their small joys and I'll fight to protect those small joys. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, so then he like transforms into like his own little, like cool monster form, I guess. And I was like, it's that, not bad. That was fascinating because the fact that he transforms into this and not. Oh, Kuwagata Oger means I guess he never bled on his sword to activate the power. And also, he just has this, like, dead copy of the Oja Caliber Zero. Because, like, the actual Zero still exists out in the world. And he has, like, a dead copy of it that just came to the oh, afterlife with his soul. Maybe maybe he... Maybe, uh... Oh, okay, hear me out on this. Maybe that's, like, the original sword or something. Or, like, he tried to build it and it didn't... It wasn't... He didn't, like, make it to proper specifications or something. According so to what I read, the Ojer Caliber Zero was a gift to the first king of Shigadem, him, from Dagdead. Oh, okay. So I think it's the same sword, but just like a copy of it that came along with his spirit to the afterworld. Maybe that's that why. Doesn't it, make sense. I think that's <laughs> that might also be a factor on why he can't transform into Okuagata Ojer with it. But instead, we get this like gladiator looking monster form. And I don't think it technically has a form name, but what's interesting about no. his transformation is when he says Ogai Buso, the guy in Ogai apparently uses a different character where instead of what it normally means, it uses the version of guy that means skeleton because he's dead uh, and has that, a skeleton the, face. Oh, uh, the subs, the subs said like buried, buried yeah, arms. Yeah, burial arms. So, yeah, burial arms. I really want this thing to have a name, so I think the name I'm gonna call it this form is Okuagata Ogai. There you go. I like that. It's really cool. There's no official name for this form as far as I can tell, but that's what I'm gonna call <laughs> Odai. it. Odai Buso. That's the name of the episode, Jerry. <laughs> it's so funny. We had a comment on the last episode hoping that this episode would be called Oops All Shoe Gods. <laughs> Oh man. Um, so yeah, eventually like Devonica's just like I do wanna live, I do wanna eat cake. And so then like she grabs like the, the crown and she's like, My king here and you think, Oh, it's gonna go to Rhinol, but you know it goes to Gira <laughs> And it's like, so it interesting <laughs> It's so interesting that he transforms into King Kogata Ojer and fights, but he doesn't have the crown lance, he just has his caliber. Yeah, yeah, he didn't bring that with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so they, they fight. One thing I wanted cool. to highlight, I, as we saw in the Kyoryuger episodes, when the King Ogers, except for Gira, for reasons that are now crystal clear, 
uh, are separated from their shoe gods, they cannot transform. But for some reason, they are able to transform in Hakabaka, even though they are literally disconnected by way of the realms of life and death from their shoe yep. gods. But somehow they're yep. still able to transform for reasons that I'm just yep. going to shuffle under the carpet and ignore. It's a, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, also, after, I love right after they transform, Rhyneal says what nostalgic forms. I have no idea why that he said that, and I am fucking... It's going to keep me up at night wondering about that. Oh, you know what? Well, because, like, there used to be, like, 2,000 years ago, there were, like, five King Oger warriors or something, so maybe maybe they didn't have these suits exactly, but, like, armor that looked like these suits. You know what I mean? Lane, so I had, like... I am so fucking proud of you, because that makes way too much sense. Exactly. So they probably did. They didn't have those suits, but they probably had armor that looked like those suits. That is a perfect explanation. I, I there you go. I, I fully accept that. I love that idea. And there now I want to see those. Yeah. They had magical, actual fucking knight armor that looked similar to the King Oger suits. And now I want to see those. Yeah, so just like okay, so picture this. So like I like to think yeah, what Cell said, like they're 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 heirlooms. So maybe what it is is they're just like they take the Ultra Caliber, like take a picture of the Ultra Caliber, remove the trigger, remove the the little boppet pieces, and you just have this this sword. Oh and that's probably what their sword was. And so Yama took those swords and he and Kasopa'd the fuck out of them to make them transformation devices. And that's why we see the Oger Calibers in like that little clashing scene at literally the first sh shot of the opening when they allude to the, yeah. the previous, the, the, the warriors at the start of the history. There Although, you go. <laughs> we still haven't addressed that sixth sword, but I guess that's just the sword the sixth warrior had that was not the Kimono Slayer. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, th maybe that was the zero. But it, was it wasn't Calibers gold. Zero. I don't know. But anyways, they, there you go. Mystery solved. I love that idea that they had yeah, like, that mystic knight armor that looked like the King Oger suits. There you go, mystic knights is canon to King Oger. <laughs> Yo, where's our mystic knights King Oger crossover? Oh my god. I, I would scream so fucking powerfully that it would be inaudible to human ears. Yeah, I learned recently that apparently Mystic Knights of Tirnanog is in Power Rangers canon. Like, they get their powers from the Morphing Grid. I... So the Morphing Grid was a thing. How the fuck do you explain that? I don't know, but you know what? It's it's canon, and I am 100% fine with that. That's so cool. The fact knowing Mystic Knights is canon to Power Rangers, that's just that's I'm sick. okay with it. I just want to know more. Yeah, could, could could you bring Mystic Knights back? And Cite, we'll... Where is this from? Cite a source. Yeah, for real. No, where did you learn that did... from? Uh, I, I, I think from Gar. Well, <laughs> I think Gar told me that. Now Gar has to answer for where that came from. Yeah, I, I yeah, I heard it from someone. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the King Ogres defeat Rhyneor and Rhyneol, and then uh. <laughs> Return back to Shugatam, and then the coronation happens. It just fucking Yama, like, hey, former criminal becoming king over here. No, oh, yeah. and I love like, mm. yeah, the fucking they all climb onto Jeremy, and he's like, oh, oh, I love, 
Oh yeah, I love Jeremy just going, oh, what the? And then Decker showed the fucking the Kakaraki's fucking face. <laughs> no, he's so good. But I loved it. it was so cute. Like the 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 girl orphan uh, that's like Gear's friend. She's just like losing okay. it. Like she's the crying party. like she's, it's a fucking wedding. Yeah, she's like, oh my god. Well, it's because she's so happy for him. It's like, oh, like she always knew like he was destined for greatness. So Jerry in our chat is like, Jeremy's harem. You mean harem-y? harem-y? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Oh. I'm not sorry. But I yeah, like, Jeremy. Oh, everyone climbs on him as he's like preparing to like Spider-Man their way out of the land of the dead. And he's like, oh, look at all these people holding on to me. And then Devonica climbs onto him, like almost touching his face. And he just does the catchphrase a second time. Ha ha. Gonna steal Gira's girl. Hang on. Keep talking. I'm just yeah, so, so as the coronation's happening, Yama's like, hey, look, it's a former criminal being crowned king of the nation. <laughs> and Jimeno's like, hmm, I wonder if I should take the crown for myself. And then Rita with the fucking... So, while attempting to steal the crown is a serious crime, if you're gonna do it, you should do it now before he becomes king. <laughs> Rita with her legal loopholes is advising fucking stealing the crown. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I guess I thought I retweeted it, but I guess I didn't. Uh, so I found out apparently that uh, Jeremy's actor, apparently before he was uh, uh, doing King Oger, oh, apparently he, he was a famous like TikToker, like cosplaying as <laughs> Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen. And I, I, saw... I, looked up, I looked up his TikToks and I was like, holy shit! Like, I he saw... seems on fucking point with the cosplay. Yeah, he's like a famous Gojo TikTok cosplayer. I saw. So, it's so good. Like, if you guys can find it, like, it's amazing. He's so good. But yeah, good for Jeremy. There, yep, yeah, there, there it is. is. Look, at, look at that. Look how fucking good that is. Holy shit. Yeah, he was a TikTok cosplayer. That was amazing. Oh, he's, he's got the smile for Gojo. That's for goddamn sure. But I love so I love that the, the coronation happens and it's this big, glorious, regal event. Then just hard cut to Devonica sitting in the orphanage eating her cake. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> and then and then oh look, it's tagged in. Oh, what one thing we didn't mention about when Gira and and Rhyne or Rhyneal were talking is he mentions mm. to Gira that Rackley's is still alive. Yeah, for spoilers. <laughs> yeah, so this would have been hilarious if we had seen the movie when it came out, because then we would not have spent the subsequent episodes positing back and forth if Rackley's was alive or not. Yeah, I just would have been like, well, I'm. Guess I'm not getting that sword. <laughs> so then we would have been like, yeah, he is in that box, faking it. Yeah, if he's like probably in a coma or something. Which she was. Yep. Um, oh, man. And then aside from the bonus scene we already talked about. <laughs> the crown looks so fucking stupid. Yeah, I love he's like <laughs> he's like struggling to stay still so the crown doesn't fall off his head. <laughs> oh fucking fucking hell man and then so the good. last shot of the movie is Rhineal's spirit being effectively re-murdered by the canonical first appearance of Dog Dead Dujardin yep Dujardin 
he he oh. mentioned when he when he tells Gira that Rackley still lives, he says, "Once you finish your final duel, I will tell you the truth of Chikyu." And when he talks about that and the supposed calamities that are coming, obviously he's talking about Dog Dead. But now that the movie ended with his spirit being super murdered, I guess we're not going back to Hakabaka. No. Imagine we did. Imagine that was like the final fucking area like of the show. We just go back there. What if that's That'd how cool. we kill him? We have to take him into the land of the dead. And like, because it's the land of the dead, he can't respawn here. Yeah, there you go. How do you kill an immortal? To take him to hell first. <laughs> oh, that's a neat, neat idea. That'd be very fucking neat. Anyways, King Oja movie. It was cool. Like, a very, very informative, and it gave us more context, which I enjoy. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say other than what I've been saying the whole time. This, this show is amazing. The movie was great. The lore is so good. Almost every question we've had is getting answered. This this like by the time the show's done, Ichi, like this you this is gonna be like your favorite tokusatsu show of all time. I think we're pretty <laughs> much there. Like yeah. it, it's literally a nine point nine nine five right now, and all we're and all of my nitpicks are small and insignificant, except for the stock mm -hmm. engines thing. I will be absolutely militant about that to the end. Yeah. ETA good this week. Yeah, it's true. I sure did. Yeah. I ate good rainbow judurita. <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked how they they're like, well, what's it taste like, Gira? Well, it's very like juicy. Yeah, it's very juicy. Ju <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's so it's like a rainbow. Okay, we'll call it Rainbow Jura. Yeah! I would fucking <laughs> love it if we got the kid who played young Gira to do the Jesse commercial! <laughs> yeah, King Oja gummies. Oh, man. <laughs> and the gummies! They have to make Shoe God Soul gummies! Yeah, Shoe God Soul gummy. Come oh, on. they not done That's that! No, they should make like the shoe god souls. They're like they're like they're like solid like clear candies and then like little chocolate shoe gods in the center. There you go. <laughs> That's so you can, good. You can, you can take that idea, Toei. There you go. I don't know if they're listening no, to us listening. anymore after I pissed them off with my videos. No, if you get if you get stock henshins after this, or they put back the original song in the second Gotcha opening. I don't yeah, think we'll the, I'm pretty sure contracts with the artists will prevent them from putting the song back to the first version. Uh, the, ma imagine, imagine we have changed like stuff in Toku. <laughs> be amazing. But I'm, I'm still confident that the stock tensions could still happen by the end of the show. Absolutely. Like, well, okay, we'll either get it in, uh, we'll get it in the finale, or you know, we'll get it in the uh, King Oji Don Brothers movie. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? At this point, as much as I would love for that to happen, I don't think it should. I think King Oger and Dawn Brothers should just be separate. My favorite Sentai and my least favorite Sentai crossing over. I don't know how I would feel about that. <laughs> just just this King Oger, this Sentai of just freaking like amazing plot characters and stuff. And then Dawn Brothers with this fucking god tier writing. No, 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 <laughs> so. no. This no, this this could happen. This could work. Mm -hmm. You know what the point okay. of that movie would be? 
because King mm-hmm. Oger has been so good at explaining all of its shit, the King Oger Dawn Brothers movie is where we finally answer everything Dawn Brothers didn't. Oh my god, we could have Don, we could have Taro and Gira both laughing at the same time. Oh my god, you know that's not gonna happen! That'd be so good. Oh, oh absolutely. I need this, I need this in my life. Oh. I miss you, Don Brothers. <laughs> I miss you so much. <laughs> oh Christ! All right. Well, I think that's that. That could call it for Cast Ranger for this week. Yeah, what a great episode! Great movie. So yeah, let's see. Gotchard, Gotchard's on its way to kind of pick. It's it's in a little bit of a little bit of a slump, but it's gonna pick itself right back up. I think once we once we get like the other two riders in, I think I think it's gonna really pick up again. So I, I feel like we are in an upward direction with Gotchard. I feel like it will get better. And I think it. See, I, I think it definitely has gotten better. I don't think it's gotten to a good point yet, but I think it's absolutely on the uptick, and it's gonna keep getting getting better. See, I'm I'm like I I'm in I'm enjoying Gotchard as much as I can, but like I'm just sitting here going, all right, when's Legends showing up? When's Legend showing up? I want to see Legend. I need I Legend to come for, back. Please. I keep forgetting <laughs> that he's gonna show up, and I'm I'm going to keep forgetting so that I can try to enjoy the show as much as I can until he does. It's okay, Ichi. That's what I'm here for. I'll, I'll remind you. Well, don't. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the biggest legend fan in the room. <laughs> you really call yourself the biggest if you're the only one? Yes. I'm kidding, by the way. He's fine. I'm sure I he'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, I love I love this man. That's why I'm collecting all of his shit. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it for Cast Ranger this week. <gasps> Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. We did one movie. Let's do another. Next week we'll be talking about Kamen Rider Geats, Four Aces, and the Black Fox. And preview. Oh fuck yeah! Spoilers. I enjoyed it. All right. I can't wait. I, yeah. I, all I've seen is a clip of Cowboy Ace, and that was it. That's the best part of the movie. Yeah, no, it was pretty. It was pretty fun. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've, you know what? Like I, I like I enjoyed Geats as much as I could. Like, again, I liked its merchandise the the most out of it. But you know, I, I'm excited to see a little Geats again. Kinda yeah. miss them. Let's catch up with the other Jesus. <laughs> yeah, let's say I just I love the parallels of that. And you know what? If you think about it, Don Momotaro is also kind of a Jesus figure. Damn it. <laughs> so. Fuck! Too many Jesuses! Yeah, too many Jesuses. Too many Jesus! Jesus. <laughs> Alright, well, anyways, I want to give, uh, of course, a shout out to our currently active patrons Blaze, Armorhide, Sentai VT, Midas the Fool, and Vegas. Thank you for continuing to support what we do. We couldn't do it without all of our amazing fans being here, not only in our Discord, but on the YouTube, listening on Podbean, and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page, our Twitter, our Discord server, where you can listen to the show live and hang out with us as we have our entertaining pre-episode chats, as we alluded to at the start of the episode. Uh, yeah. Our, our merchandise store and all of our other cool shit. Thank you all once again, and we will see you next week. Stay autism. Stay Oja!